Welcome to episode two of Vibe Freaks Ebb and Flow. Today we have our special guest, Ms. Shells. She's an indigenous hip hop fancy and she has been killing the game. What I love about Ms. Shells is that she has this incredible ambition to overcome adversity. I admire you so much, so much. And thank you for joining us today. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, so tell me, um, what do you have coming up right now? I actually I have um, performances left and right, one for the Native Hip Hop Festival, one for the... I got offered a gig in Las Vegas to be a part of the entrepreneurative gathering that's happening in Vegas in July. And then from there, I'm going to LA to shoot a music video. Awesome. Yeah. All right, follow Miss Shells on her uh, IG so that you can stay in the loop of all her upcoming events. Um, what got you into hip hop? Like, why did you choose hip hop and what has it done for you in your life? Um, I think I chose hip hop because it was an outlet. It was, it was the only outlet that, that was positive, that instead of having 
alcohol or drugs or whatever, you know, I chose music. I chose poetry. I chose my words to get mm. it all out. Mm -hmm. Amazing. We all need an outlet mm -hmm. uh, for sure. And that's one thing I think the youth especially need nowadays yeah. because we have uh, so much technology and a lot of the times the youth just they turn to that and they yeah. don't always have the best role models um, out there in the media, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like for, for music, um, the outlet is very important for the youth. And I feel like that's not stressed enough. Like, it actually saved my life many, many times mm. and a lot of other people that I know. So you've had to overcome some struggles yeah. in your life. Yeah. And how did you overcome that? Obviously, we know like hip hop and music has helped you overcome these struggles, but how else? Um, Is there any other? I would outlet? say just like keeping active. Like, I threw myself into like random programs just to not be bored because once you get bored that's that's when a whole bunch of other things come into play you know temptation yeah exactly temptation mm. and negative influences that can literally shape you and make you when you're a youth mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah and we, we were talking earlier about um about our childhoods uh you know behind the scenes, backstage people. And uh, so one thing we have in common is that we were observers growing mm -hmm. up. We had examples of what we did not want to be. Yes. And I, I just gotta give you props for that girl. You no inspire facts. me, you really do, you really do. You're an amazing woman. Mm -hmm. What is your goal uh, for music in the industry right now, for yourself? Where for do you myself? I would say I want to make music to impact people's lives. I mm -hmm. want to make music to change, to create change. I don't want to make your 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 music where it's like like drugs and, and bitches and hoes and whatever, right? Like no 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 offense to anybody doing that, but I feel like I need to be a voice because I have children. I have mm -hmm. a daughter who's watching me. I have youth who watch me and their friends watch me so i feel like i have an important role to to create mm. positive change and and be that voice and be that 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 woman that these youth look up to and when when i say that i it actually creates this mindfulness that i have to have when i create my music yeah because sometimes i want to grab me as ever on a beat can i swear Oh, girl, swear. I'm getting grabby as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, and, and that's where I have to, like, draw the line. Well, not really draw a line, but I'm learning how to be mindful of mm. what I say for the youth. Yes. Because my little ones are watching me, and their their friends are watching me. and But then it's it's a really weird line because I have a Grammy side to me. I have yeah. a side where it's like, Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your shit. <laughs> this is it. Like, <laughs> so I'm trying to find an equal balance right yeah. now of that part. Well, we all have that. I think we all have that grimy side, <laughs> those guilty pleasures. If yeah. You will. I have them. You know, it's called dance hall. <laughs> they, 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 they broke out, <laughs> if you will. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> but I think that's where, you know, it, it, it's up to the, the parents to, to educate the children on facts, what's real and what yeah. isn't, you know what I mean? And, um, the messages to live by because let's be real we're we can't avoid it all you yeah. know what i mean yeah i mean i listen sometimes i listen to what my son's listening to and i'm like are you serious yeah are you like, serious i'm like do you know what this song is about yeah. and he's like no you and but you teach it you yeah. teach them and that's that's the important thing it's like parents you still got to teach don't let yeah, the education. media teach your children you yeah. gotta teach your children mm -hmm. don't let media music none of that shit teach your children you gotta teach your children that's facts yes a million percent absolutely um so where is your what's your vision for your future in general my vision i want to create an empire of something with this with native by nature with the music like i'm actually working towards it's not even my features i'm working for them mm -hmm. i'm working to create something Amen. for them because yeah. they need like who knows like what the world's gonna be like like it's, it's pretty fucked up right now it can change Imagine. at the drop of a fucking hat and we have already seen that yeah yeah and so yeah. like i need them to have something yeah because i come from a bloodline where it's me yeah. where there's yeah. there's no success there's no like the the greatest success is somebody graduated high school yeah like and that needs to change i want to create yeah. something my family's gonna have something yeah and that's why i'm working so hard to create i don't know what i'm doing actually <laughs> i'm just oh. doing it and i'm winging it and that's that's probably like the that keeps me going. It's following your soul, girl. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. I think that's what more people need like, to do is set aside their ego and follow their soul. Yeah. Their soul's calling. Yes, exactly. The yes. ego. It's not. Beautiful. Well, you spoke about Native by Nature. Tell us about Native by Nature. Hey. We got our Native by Nature merch here. So tell us why Native by Nature? How did you start this? Why did you start this? And where can we find some more hey. goods? So Native by Nature is a clothing brand that I created back in 2015. It was legit first a caption in one of my pictures. And then I threw it in a rhyme. And, and on my first debut, single that I released, my first music video is called Get That Money. And that's a line in the song. Oh. It's like Native by Nature. I love it too. Like got, a cell phone page or Yes, because we got yeah. Native by Nature, Native by Nature. And it's true though, because literally we Native my, by Nature. My first um, idea for Native by Nature was indigenous to the land. Because mm. at the time I was living in Chilliwack and I was surrounded by nature. Like I'd open my door and I'd see deer. And I was like, well, <laughs> my parents back home, <laughs> they love yes, this. <laughs> they love it, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so I, and then the hip hop brain in me was like, native by nature. Yeah. I was like, boom. <laughs> At first it was, it didn't even, it wasn't even supposed to be what it is. It was just yeah. a fluke. I made a t-shirt. I walked through Granville, like 10 people were feeling it. So yeah. I'm like, Okay, maybe we're onto something. Yeah. And then we, we started printing and then we got um, sponsored for a trademark for the brand nice. from this agency, which is now closed, but they created, they helped create the first run of t-shirts and mm. the first run of everything. 
And they yeah. took a box to Hawaii, sold out. Wow. We had our box out here, sold out. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. we just kept running with it. Not a fluke. No. <laughs> Not a fluke, it was supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm gonna ask you something heavy. How do you feel about the whole 215? We're getting heavy here for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, for the viewers who are listening and watching, I just want you to search 215 and see what pops up. How does that resonate with you? Like, how does that make you feel? What does that mean for you? What does that mean for First Nations people as mm -hmm. a whole? Um, for the 215, it's actually just the tip of an iceberg. You guys are just seeing the tip of the iceberg. Like, we, we knew this. We knew, and that's not even, that's not even, imagine like the full number is in the thousands. 50,000 yeah. probably. Yeah. Because like, when it comes to residential schools, our, our people suffered heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, like there was points where there's, the priest would rape the woman and then they would take the baby and, and throw it in a furnace. Mm -hmm. That's not even counting those ones. That's not even counting the ones that got thrown in the river. That's not even counting the ones that were burned. So mm -hmm. you, I think a lot of the people are only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Because back home where I'm from, there's, there's at least there's so many residential schools. Yeah, yeah, me so too. So many. Yeah, and so for those who don't know what 215 stands for, 215 is the number of deceased children that were found recently in a British Columbia residential school graveyard. Yes, these residential schools actually had graveyards. Instead um, of playgrounds. Instead of playgrounds, they had graveyards and they were run by the government, the crown, the queen. Yes, the queen. Yeah, and and the Catholic Church. And mm -hmm. they closed the last one in 1996, mm -hmm. and there has been thousands upon thousands of missing children as a result of these residential schools. And um like you, you know, I grew up in Edmonton. Uh Miss Shells grew up in uh Regina. And so we grew up in the prairies. We saw um they have a lot of residential schools there. Mm -hmm. And where I grew up, we saw a lot of the effects. Mm. Um, and you can see it heavy um, from where I'm from in Edmonton. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of the people are so just, they're, they're really racist, number one. They're totally racist towards indigenous people, yeah. completely um, just, heartless when it comes to it they don't understand they just want to know why are the indigenous people like this why do they do this yeah. and why do they do that and or why are and why are yeah what why are so many of them um addicted to things and why do they do this and why do they do that um mm -hmm. but really nobody stops to understand why yeah. They don't understand why. And yeah. I think part of the problem is, is that they don't teach it in the schools. Mm -hmm. I mean, And if they do yeah. teach it, it's a watered down version of what actually really happened. Like yeah. I legit, I told my daughter, 
if you if your teacher tells you something about residential schools here i'm gonna fill you in and this is what actually really happened yeah i'm like if you tell them this i'll i'll take you out for a meal and i'll give you a bill yeah i'll give you a bill if you school these motherfuckers like i'll give you a bill yeah i'll take you out to eat like the day is yours kid mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes like it's not because when just a while back they're like oh yeah they said that they came in and they were they it was a good school and i'm like no it was not no, no. that was murderers like they no were murderers yeah legit murderers and but you know what i was i was also wondering like maybe they don't right now they don't know how to tell these stories so they're using these watered down yeah. versions to try to tell our story yeah and i mean because let's be real it's horrific and how are you going is. to tell children that these things happen to little people their age you know yeah. what i mean how, how are you younger. going to tell children that but it's important that we figure out a way to do it this way we'll have some more understanding mm-hmm. some less racism yeah. and then we can start the whole rehabilitation process yeah because Let's the be real. Reconciliation they, can they actually cl- happen. They closed the last school in 1996. I was 11 years old. That could have been me. That could have been you. That mm-hmm. could have been anybody in this room. You know what? I remember when my mom. I remember hiding in the attic when they when they were coming, coming and scooping children. My mom put us in the attic, and she could have went to jail forever for that. But she threw us in the attic, told us to be quiet. Jesus. Christ. And that's what that was. Jesus. Other other families weren't so lucky. Other yeah. families didn't get to go home. Yeah. So they closed the last school in 1996. And uh, a comparison I'd like to, to make that we actually spoke about in the backyard here at IDEO Recording Studio um, is that in America, we know slavery ended, right? Ended. Mm-hmm. I use that word very loosely. It turned into the prison systems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has the residential school system ended? No. It hasn't. No, it turned into CPS. It turned into MCFD. What is CPS and MCFD? Um, Child Protection, Protection Services and Ministry of Child and Family Development. Mm-hmm. It's basically the new residential school or the 60 scoop because they're still taking children. They're still mm-hmm. separating families. They're still ruining shit. Yeah. They're destroying lives. Yeah. Really. And there's no family rehabilitation. Yeah. Ever. And it, unfortunately, it's just a, a horrible cycle because a lot of the people who have been abu- abused turn into abuse- abusers themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, and unfortunately, the government has pumped in millions of dollars into uh, fighting people in court so that they don't have to pay them out for the damage they caused to their lives mm-hmm. rather than putting those millions of dollars into rehabilitation for families and supporting the families, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a heavy it's a heavy subject. And. <laughs> I yeah. see. We can go on for hundreds Days. of years, hundreds yeah. of years, because that's, that's how long it's been going on for hundreds of years. Like, wake up, Canada. Yes, wake up, Canada. This is a lot of people want to blame it on tuberculosis. Yeah, or, or 
smallpox and or yeah, whatever. That, that's how the children died. No, let's listen to the people who yeah. lived it. Yeah. Okay? Don't discredit their stories, yeah. especially when there's thousands of people who have lived experiences from it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it, it's a shame and horrific. Yeah. Shame it, on you, Canada. Shame. Shame. Shame the Queen. Shame, shame Canada. Queen. Shame the Church. Shame. 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 Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> so tell me about a time you overcame adversity in your life. I would say uh, moving here. Yeah. Moving here. Good I change. legit. So my mother is a part of the missing and murdered indigenous women. My mother was murdered when I was one hmm. by some white guy for some for some money that was like less than ten dollars. So. My fight has been always with that, but at the same time, like, she only lived until she was 26. Mm, By the time I was 26, I was following her path. Mm. I was following the drugs, the, the alcohol. I was just, I was following it all. And I, like, the violence that I was going through, like, domestic violence was very heavy. And if I didn't change, I, I would have never made it past 26. And that's... That's what I truly, truly believe that if I didn't change my ways, I would have died when I was 26. Breaking generational curses here. Yeah, so yeah. Proud of you. So me moving out here, I knew yeah. no one. I knew nothing. I, my, my sister, I was actually, when I left, I was going through domestic violence. And when I left, I had shoes and a jacket. And I went mm -hmm. from Regina to B.C., with shoes and a jacket. With shoes and a jacket. Wow, you're that a fighter. It. This is why I, I admire you. Wow. And then my sister, Beautiful. she she moved back home, and I had that one split second decision: Do I go home, or do I change? And my kids were already in care, yeah. so I had to like I had to make that decision where I like, okay, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay. Everyone thought I was gonna fail. Everyone thought I was a deadbeat mom. I got called the worst. But I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna stay. Because mm. I don't see nothing but death going home. So mm. I stayed and I fought it and I I won against the system twice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Twice. That's what we call a soldier. That's yeah. what we call breaking generational curses. Yes. And you know what? And sad Your and children are so blessed to have you. Mm -hmm. because if it doesn't end with you it just passes on to them yeah you know yeah and that's it like now my daughter she's she's not around anything that's gonna break her down yeah like she sees me out here hustling she sees me out here working every day at home like my kitchen is my workspace and she hates it she's like <laughs> she's like when are you gonna move your stuff <laughs> never <laughs> it's home you're yeah. home with your babies yeah That's like what this is my yeah. workspace like yeah they little do they know this is for them in yeah. the future. I don't know where it's going or yeah. where it's leading to. A lot of the times they don't see it right away, but they they'll don't. see it later. No, they'll they, see it later. They never see it. Yeah, but they'll it's see okay. it later. It's okay. They see the hustle. Yeah. That's it. That's I want them to see the hustle. I specifically sometimes I bring them to my shows to see the hustle. Yes. Like I want them to be a part of this. I want them to see that music is an outlet, music is healthy, music is your insides out yes like yes. music is just 
It is. And I say, I always say this. I might have said this on the last show. I don't know. (laughs) But yo, the day that music stops is the day that air is gone. There's no more water. There's no more trees. There's nothing. Everything dies. It doesn't matter where the fuck you are from Mm -hmm. on this planet. We all have blood running through our veins, and there's music pumping. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you yeah. go. Everybody loves music. Mm-hmm. Show me one person who doesn't love music. I don't fucking trust them. Fuck don't trust them. Karen. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> I mean, Karen probably likes music, too. Well, she probably just hates it on the low. <laughs> <laughs> she don't like our music, but Karen likes music. She likes music. Okay, so how... Did the lockdowns affect you initially leading up to now, whether it was positive, negative, like how, like, how did it work out for you? Because I know for me at first, I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was confused as hell and a little bit scared, but in the long run, it actually really became a blessing for yeah me. yeah mm-hmm. so how, how did it help you or, it, it was a blessing not, right? right from the start yeah right from the start well well i lost a bunch of shows i lost uh like i was planning a bunch of stuff i was gonna drop the album gonna create a boss lady tour like it was gonna be something huge but everything i've cut i got performances cut festivals cut this cut that cut like everything halted so as soon as that halted, the music stopped, and I was like, okay, well, let's, let's move on to merch. And then orders coming, orders coming, orders every week, every day, every day I was making something. And then I was like, okay, well, this is probably the hustle. So I started full-on focus mute, uh, merch. Oh, and legit, I've, I've, I've had yet to struggle with merch. That's awesome. Like, I learned how to do invoices. I learned how to do screen printing, vinyl, heat press, the hats. I got an embroidery machine. Like, my whole business blew. Amazing. I, I actually just got a grant from my band to, to elevate. Oh, that's and wonderful. Like, oh, my gosh. No, it's doing yes. great. And I love, like, the, even just Native by Nature. It's so catchy. Cause you know you got naughty by nature, mm. but you know it's native by nature, yeah. and it's so fitting. It's so <laughs> fitting because, right. like, really, native and nature, it, it is one and the same. Yeah, it's almost it's like the right. same word, really. Indigenous to the land. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Yo, y'all like our funky cups? Y'all Mom. like these funky cups? This is a shit. Hey. <laughs> Tell them so, where you got these made. Um, oh, I did not get these made. Um, these are made by a designer who I don't recall the name of. I actually got these at uh, Winners or Marshalls. They're both the same thing. Marshalls and Winners are owned by the same company. And I've just become obsessed with funky cups. Mm. And this is what I got. And I uh, hope y'all enjoy it. And so the, for those who are listening and not watching, those who are listening to the podcast and not watching the uh, recording, just tune in to Vibe Freak Van City on YouTube. That's a V-I-B-E-F-R-E-Q, as in frequency, Van City, V-A-N-C-I-T-Y on YouTube. And then you can see the funky cups. You can see the awesome Native by Nature merch. And you can watch Ms. Shell's wonderful fucking performance. 
have to say fuck it because you gotta put the emphasis on how dope it was. Like, I mean, this, this girl is fire. Like, she brings the energy female empowerment just like for her people i love it i love everything about you girl i'm so happy that we connected yes you're beautiful inside out and yeah man that's it yeah that's it thank you for having me again beautiful if you want to if you want to learn more about ms shells check her out on ig facebook i'm gonna have all her links uh in the description so check those out if you like her send her a tip i'm gonna put her paypal account on there we're gonna have vibe freaks paypal account on here so if you like this content we can put more this is our second episode it's gonna get better it's gonna get better and we're gonna keep this thing rolling and yeah thanks uh shout out to ideo uh recording studio for providing the space mm-hmm. the encouragement the motivation. space it's beautiful too. right yeah it, the comfort of their own home yeah right ideo recording studio wonderful so uh job mix downs does all the mixing here right this this whole space back here and his brother uh jake the jula He's going to be doing some series here, you know, coming up. So stay tuned for those podcast series. Uh, But he does all of the sound equipment out here. So he does the portable uh, recording booth, all of these sound walls. I don't know know what to call them. (laughs) These sound panels. Sound panels are life right now. (laughs) But he, he, he makes them all. So... If y'all want to get some in your own home, he builds them. They build them. Like so I'll put their links. I'll put <laughs> their perfect. links below too, and y'all check them out. So tune in for our next show. We have uh, episode three coming up. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. Just stay tuned and like and subscribe. Click the links below to check out everybody who's been involved in this beautiful production. And we love you, family. Love you, Van City. Peace.
dues, I got nothing to lose. Making me ill by the way that I use. And this is what I choose, no wonder made the news. Seeing Bob Fuse can't walk in my shoes. And my rise for my latest, rock for my latest. We rise with the latest, we rise. Beat the patriarchy, yo, don't be too surprised. This from a women, going through some shit. This from a women, you don't deserve it. This from a women, who said they gon' quit. This from a women, my Brazilian women. This is for all my mothers. We carry ourselves and others. Supernatural beings, we are the Brazilian sea. The indigenous women rise. Indigenous women rise. This from a women going through some shit. This from a women, you don't deserve it. This from a women who said they gon' quit. This from a women, my Brazilian women.